Hey, I'm Julia Furlan, and here are three stories you need to know about today. Okay, folks, this is a bit of a doozy, so hang on. Yesterday, Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin met in Helsinki and had a private two-hour meeting. After the meeting, they held a joint press conference, and oh, wow, did so many things happen. Here are just some of the highlights. First, Sam Husseini, the communications director for a D.C. nonprofit called the Institute for Public Accuracy, was forcibly removed from the press conference before it even started. He was holding up a small sign that read, Nuclear Weapon Ban Treaty, and was planning on asking a question related to that subject. Second of all, Putin was asked if he would extradite the 12 Russian intelligence officials indicted for allegedly hacking Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign emails. Putin responded by saying that Robert Mueller should collaborate with Russia and have Russian officials interrogate the accused on his behalf. You get that? Putin thinks that Mueller should have Russians interrogate the people. Okay, Putin. Third, Putin was asked if he had any compromising material on Trump and his family. Both he and President Trump chuckled. A lot of other weird things happened at the press conference, from throwing soccer balls around to Putin finally admitting that he wanted Trump to be elected. But the thing that's leading the news cycle is the thing that's really shocking. It's what President Trump said in response to a question about the alleged collusion and who he believed, every U.S. intelligence agency or Putin. This is what Donald Trump, president of the United States, said. So I have great confidence in my intelligence people, but uh, I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what So you can see why Trump is getting massive backlash from these statements and from the summit in general. What is a bit surprising, though, is who the critiques are coming from. They're really big deals. Senator John McCain, for one, said that it was, quote, one of the most disgraceful performances by an American president in memory. He also called the summit a, quote, tragic mistake. And House Speaker Paul Ryan issued a statement which might as well have said, Trump, you're wrong. He said, quote, there is no question that Russia interfered in our election and made it very clear that, quote, Russia is not our ally. Even Abby Huntsman, the weekend anchor for Trump's favorite morning show, Fox and Friends, criticized the president. She said, quote, no negotiation is worth throwing your own people and country under the bus. The crisis of families separated at the U.S. border continues this week. On Monday, U.S. District Court Judge Dana Sabra ordered a temporary halt to deportations for parents of children who were separated at the border. This comes after the ACLU asked the judge to make more time for families who have recently been reunited to figure out what their next steps would be. The ACLU argued that deporting families so immediately after they've been reunited doesn't give the parent enough time to decide what's best for their child. At the hearing on Monday, Judge Sabra slammed the government for a declaration that was filed on Friday by a Health and Human Services official named Christopher Meekins. Meekins argued that the judge's reunification order might increase the chances that children would be placed with people who aren't their parents or who were otherwise risky. The judge was basically like, "Mm, nah, in response to that, but expressed support for the reunification plan that the government submitted over the weekend. According to the government, there are 2,551 children that could be affected by Sabra's order. Of those children, 71 are without parental matches so far. HHS expressed concern that slowing down the reunifications would mean that the government would have trouble finding housing for the families. Sabra was not hearing any of it. He said, quote, if space is an issue, the government will have to make space. 
Today is World Emoji Day, and Apple is celebrating by previewing their new lineup of emojis. New emojis are determined by a big organization called the Unicode Consortium, and this new group will be the Unicode 11 update. The last time Apple users got new emoji was last October, brownie face. Although Apple hasn't said exactly when they'll be available, they released images of the new emoji that include more hair options, new animals, and new foods. In total, there are 70 new emojis coming, and that's not even counting the skin tone variations. Some of our personal favorites include the bald-headed emoji, curly-haired emoji, and red-head emojis. Look at your identity there. We're also a fan of the party hat smiley because you know that at reporting to you, we love to party. But most importantly, there is now a lobster emoji. And I think that we can all agree that we finally found our lobster. For more on the latest stories, download the BuzzFeed News app. And make sure to listen to our podcast, The News. It comes out on Saturdays. And last week's episode has a lot of Gwen Stefani. And it is so good. Find it wherever you're hearing my voice right now.